Hey guys, welcome back to Uncut Hawaii, where Andrew and I talk to Hawaii's most innovative creators, entrepreneurs, and change makers. And we are back from our snowboarding trips. Uh, I want to go back. <laughs> I know, I want to go back too. It was nice to come home to the warm weather, but really missed being out there in the snow. Yeah. How was Japan? Oh, Japan was amazing. We haven't been back since um, before COVID. So 2020, we actually went in March or February, right before the lockdowns and everything. Oh, so that was yeah, the last time we right. went. Uh, but yeah, nice to be back. The food, the people, the culture, everything over there is amazing, but especially the snow. I can't wait to go. I it's like everybody talks about japan oh yeah it's, no it's it's something that like i can hype up and everything but you just got to experience it for yourself like, even if it's cold and snowing it's worth it i promise <laughs> like you you it's like getting into the water yeah you know, it's like oh, tough at first but then <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like snowboarding or surfing or whatever and then it's just like amazing how was yeah. your trip it was good. We went to Tahoe. We went to North Star. First time being there. We nice. took the kids. They freaking killed it. Nice. Like yeah. it was the first time that they went on lifts with us, and it was bright, sunny, forties. It was so awesome. Perfect. It yeah, was I know. Perfect. Casey was singing her little song. Katie's making it down. Oh, it's so sick. It was so I awesome know. to watch. I know. It took like a few years of just kind of. It really sucked. Like just we're not snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like holding their hands on the bunny slopes. I'm like, oh, why are we even like yeah. renting gear, yeah. bringing gear? Um, but then after like putting in the time like now they're on the lifts and it's just gonna get easier and easier and like fun for the whole family yeah i'm so stoked that's awesome yeah and so speaking of snowboarding well hawaii's version of snowboarding uh uh-huh surfing (laughs) yes we have luke shepherdson in -hmm. today in studio yeah and uh, we're gonna talk about his whole experience with the eddie yeah so the eddie is a big world-renowned surf contest that doesn't run every year it's a big deal for surfers for hawaii and it was kind of like we weren't sure it was going to happen this year Mm -hmm. they announced it Mm -hmm. the last time it happened was 2016 Mm -hmm. and then this year they announced it they're like it's going to happen on thursday and they're like oh wait never mind it's not big enough Mm -hmm. and then sunday was like it's it's a go it's a go oh so yeah and so luke shepherdson he's a lifeguard a north shore lifeguard he was actually working that day Mm -hmm. he took a few hours off to surf his heat and pulled the w yeah and it yeah i think hawaii just like felt or everyone just kind of fell in love with that story of Mm -hmm. just like doing it for the love of surfing he's not a competitive surfer Mm -hmm. he says actually he he hates competing because it's Mm -hmm. he says that it's like too much anxiety like stresses him out too much so it's just crazy he just went out there did what he loved to (laughs) do and like brought on the w yeah and yeah it's such a big um competition too because it honors eddie Mm Cow and you know it's just such a big thing and yeah so stoked that it happened this year and then Mm -hmm. for luke to win it and then come in and share his story yeah loved his story also speaking of big big waves (laughs) shout out to kona brewing for sponsoring this episode thank you thank you we love our favorite beer yeah cheers all right guys Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Luke, for being here. Cheers. Congrats. Congratulations. <laughs> 10 a.m. in the morning, but... It's not 10 a.m. <laughs> People don't know what time we record. <laughs> it's now they know. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, how's life been since the Big Eddie win? Um, it's, it's been going. Uh, that's a lot of stuff I'm not used to, but I'm enjoying the ride and figuring it out as it goes. Uh, work seems like a easy life now and my days off are busy and stuff <laughs> yeah. i'm not used to but i'm enjoying the experiences 
That's awesome. So awesome. Well, we'll get into the Eddie, but even we want to back up even before the Eddie. So you are born and raised on the North Shore? Yep, born and raised on the North Shore. Surfing your whole life? I've been surfing as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. I don't remember not surfing. (laughs) So you grew up like going to the Eddie? Do you remember going and watching? And I remember the 2000 from 2004 2009 and 2016 when they ran mm-hmm. and just being in awe every time i was there and having dreams of being in it was my biggest goal and super stoked to be a part of it i got to do it and it's crazy how you got to be a part of it mm-hmm. so we'll get to that yeah. afterwards if you don't yeah. know the story but um so Such you know growing up surfing and everything like what was your favorite spot to surf and like why or mm-hmm. actually why did you get into surfing um i got into surfing because growing up in hawaii that's what you do mm-hmm. or growing up on the especially north, on north shore, especially north north shore, shore yeah. yeah you're you're there's nothing other than surfing really mm-hmm. it's like the mountains or the ocean and mm-hmm. i don't like falling on land it hurts falling in the water is much better <laughs> How about, like, your family? You come from a a family full of surfers, too? um, My dad surfs. He's the one who taught me how to surf. My mom, she likes the ocean, but she's not a surfer. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just kind of like any other North Shore kid, grew up surfing at Haleiwa, catching the little white waters on the inside, and Mm -hmm. then uh, moving our way up the coast to bigger and more scary waves. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, we saw that you reactivated your Instagram, too, and, like, everything (laughs) was just all surfing. So, yeah, yeah, that's, like, your life, Yeah, which is cool. And then you start, you're a lifeguard too. I've been a lifeguard since January of 2019. So just over four years. Okay. Okay. Such a like a little wholesome story. Born and raised from there, lifeguard there. And then you got the invitation to the Eddie. Was that, was that a surprise or were you, how'd you feel when you got the invitation? Um, so I got invited from a swell in 2016 Mm -hmm. that they were going to run the contest and then they never ended up running because it wasn't big enough first thing in the morning. Mm. And I went out and got a few pretty good waves and that swell got me invited. Um, 2016, there was like 10 20-foot-plus swells that winter. So it was a big winter of big waves. Mm-hmm. And that winter is what I got invited from. And the first two years I was invited, I was an alternate. And then... The years after that, I've been a full invitee, so I knew I was going to surf when it ran. I just hoped that it ran. Wow, that's a long time coming. That was a whole, like, four, five, six, seven years ago? Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, the eddy doesn't happen every year. Mm -hmm. And, like... Yeah, so it's just... Just a bunch of waiting. When is it going to happen? Because even, like, this past year, they announced it, and they're like, oh, we won't... We're not going to do it. Yeah, 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 And then, okay, we're going to... It's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is that like? Like every every winter comes around and you just you're just kind of like waiting and watching yeah, the forecast. Definitely butterflies there, but it's also exciting at the same time because I do. It's what I love to do, and um, anxiousness and anticipation is like, is it going to happen this year? Is it going to be mm-hmm. the year? Is it going to be the year? Mm-hmm. And you just never know. That's what makes it so special, and it only happens every so often, which is even more cool <laughs> yeah. yeah um have you competed in any other tournaments or anything um when I, yeah when i was younger trying to be a pro surfer i did a bunch of contests but contests are not my strong suit mm-hmm. i'm not a very good contest surfer and 
I think that's what helped me do good at the areas. I was working and not focused on the contest. I was just mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, focused on work. And then, like any other day at work, I have two breaks and took my break to go just catch a wave. Catch a wave on my break. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like when you got the call that it's on? And like, were you immediately like... So were you scheduled for work already that day? Yes. I okay. Was. Yeah. And then they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do the Eddie this Sunday." And you're like, "Okay, I'm scheduled for work. I got my two breaks." <laughs> so then, how did you kind of like play that out? So, um, there was there's a rule being a city worker, you're not allowed to surf events on your breaks, even oh. if it is because like we have hour breaks. Yep. And you're not allowed to surf on it, even though if it's less than an hour, mm-hmm. um, you're not supposed to surf on the city time. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, I used my own vacation leave. I had to use three hours that day to burn an hour to surf each heat and then for the award ceremony at the end. And um, yeah, it was, it was a really good day at work. <laughs> <laughs> Best day ever at work. So how was it like drive on the lifeguard <laughs> side, like while you're working, um, you know, seeing everything else that was happening? Because it's a crazy event and people go out like super early. They camped mm-hmm. outside and waited. What time did you get there? Um, I got there at seven in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, and when I got there, there was already 20,000 people on the oh beach. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe you can fit that many people <laughs> on that beach. It's yeah, crazy. it doesn't, doesn't really... It's standing room only. Yeah, um, right. I left my house at Pubukea at six forty-five, thinking like it you should take down. it should take eight minutes to get to work. Of mm-hmm. double the time, maybe there'll be a little bit of traffic. And the last time the Eddie ran, I didn't wasn't really driving. I was just riding bikes, so I mm-hmm. didn't pay attention to the traffic. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. this year, got to the bottom of the hill and turned left at the stoplight, and traffic was not moving. My my friend who was in the contest called me about a half hour before I left my house. He's like, oh, I'm leaving now. I'll see you down there. Mm-hmm. And he called me a half hour before I left, and he lives five minutes away from me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so I got to the hill, and I turned left at the light, and I looked, and he's five cars in front of me. Oh, I was no. like, oh, you kidding me? <laughs> Traffic's not moving. So I grabbed my work stuff and jumped out of the car, ran to the beach. It's like a quarter mile, if that. And got to the beach and i was having to push through people it was like yeah sardines packed in a can there's no move, oh like moving room. crazy but then um yeah the beach it was a real busy day of lifeguarding trying to yeah we saw the videos on social media and all that yeah yeah people oh were not wanting to listen and were there a lot of um like rescues that day that weren't surfers related so there was um there's Hawaiian Water Patrol was for the event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had the most of the jet skis, and then there was also city jet skis mm-hmm. there, uh, lifeguard jet skis. Um, they were more so the main focus for the contest, like mm-hmm. picking up the contestants and anybody in the water. Mm-hmm. Us on the beach were um, trying to keep people from getting swept into the water yeah. or pushed into the river. Um People and pets. <laughs> I yes, saw some people dogs and pets. like floating yeah. away. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was a really scary one because we were warning everybody, telling everyone to move for about an hour before that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys, this is not a safe place to be. Please move. Mm-hmm. A big wave's gonna come. You're gonna get slammed into the rail, into the bushes, and then it's gonna try to take you back into the water. Mm-hmm. Nobody listened. <laughs> then it happened, and then 
um, there was a dog that got was getting swept in, mm-hmm. and I seen it as a dog, but I heard someone yelling, "There's a baby! There's a baby!" So I was oh, like, "Oh crazy. my yeah. gosh, where's the baby that's so at?" Scary. And then finally realized there wasn't a baby and it was just a dog. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> My my partner, it's baby. <laughs> yeah, my partner was running after the guy. We were both running for the guy, and I thought he was gonna grab the guy. And then I heard baby, and I was like, "Turn yeah, around, yeah. where's the baby?" And I seen the dog. I'd already seen it was a dog. And then my partner just ran right past the guy because the guy was chasing for his dog, <laughs> and he grabbed the dog. And then the guy got up, and then yeah, we got everyone up out and moved out of that area. No one was there for the rest of the day. Good. <laughs> And then, so, okay, so this is all happening. You know you're going to surf this heat. Like, did you have any different feelings or was it just like another day? Were you anxious or anything? Um, I was anxious because it was a contest, but yeah. if it was not a contest, I would have still surfed that day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, when I grabbed the jersey for my first heat, I teared up. I was like, well, I'm really getting to be part of this. It's it finally like a sunk in. dream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was a little bit of nerves, but then my partner's like, just go out and have fun, do what you do. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure. Just go enjoy it. And uh, if you ride four successful waves, you'll probably be on the podium. So that's what I tried to do. <laughs> so then how was it like paddling out and then catching that first wave out of the four or how many of it? Um, so actually my first wave I didn't even get all the way into. It was big and it was really gnarly and the ledge was like really scary. Um and I went out and I got one, had a chip, and I thought I was into it. And I stood up and then got about f- 10 feet into the wave. And I looked and I was like on top of like a 20-foot oh ledge God. to jump over. <laughs> and I was songs. like, okay, I'm not going to take a super bad beating for my first wave. So I yeah. got kicked out of the wave. And I was like, oh, I hope I can uh, ride a wave. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> standing up on the first wave, you try to get a feel for what the day is like. And mm-hmm. then... I was like, oh, the ledge is really, it's really scary. Today. Yeah, that's high. <laughs> that's high. <laughs> that's a like, big I, drop. I can't oh. eat shit on my first wave and then... Not be able to compete the rest uh, of the day. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It, yeah, It's really dangerous. And you still have to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was on my own time, so if I yeah. got hurt, I wasn't going to oh, be getting yeah. paid by the city oh, for yeah. being oh, hurt that's at work on the job. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to play it smart because if I do get super injured, I'm burning all my own leave to mm-hmm. get paid until I'm healed to work again. Mm-hmm. But then after that wave, I was like, okay, I'll try to find a smaller wave. And still, they're still big. And then mm-hmm. no small waves. <laughs> I, managed, I managed to get a pretty fun one that I was able to like go across the wave instead of just take off and go yep. straight down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I was, felt the rhythm and waited for a really big one and went for it. <laughs> nice. How was it like coming back up and then like, waiting to hear the result or like did you find you out right even, away like do you have a feeling like do you know kind of like <laughs> oh i might freaking win this so i knew after my first heat i had two good scores i had a 10 and a nine uh-huh yep. which, and 10 is the highest score mm-hmm. and then before my second heat because uh, i was the last heat of the day okay um uncle clyde and i cal came up to me he's like you got a 10 and a nine this is for second and fourth third scores if you get one high nine, you have a chance of winning. And the pressure. Wow. I was like, whoa. What was your thought process going into this heat? Um, I was like, I had dealt with some pretty bad cuts in between that time. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, 
she's the ocean's hungry right now. I hope I don't, I hope I don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, uh, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's going to happen. And I went out, and within, like, two minutes of the start of the heat, a wave came straight to me, like, right to me. My One of my good friends was right there, and he was more inside than me, but he was going to go, and then he just didn't feel it, and he yelled for me to go, and I was right in the right spot, and the wave was one of my best waves I've ever had. I mean, just, like, the feeling oh. of the airdrop and the making it out of the explosion and all that. And um, how big do you think that wave was? Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> huge. <laughs> it's hard big. to tell. I would say in the twenty foot range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. So coming out of that, you know, the explosion and that feeling, like, and then so you paddle back in afterwards after the heat, and then do you find out right away or like? They um, no, they weren't. Uh, they were announcing scores for the first round, mm -hmm. but then the second round they kind of stopped announcing scores and they were just uh like building the anticipation yeah, uh -huh. who won mm -hmm. and um oh my gosh that must be like so stressful for <laughs> everyone yeah, yeah yeah so i didn't know that i won but uncle clyde told me get one good wave and then i had two and i was like i think i have a good chance and then i was like i don't know it's I'm just happy to be part of it and then when uh we got up to the podium and they were going down the list i was like whoa Mm -hmm. and then there's me and john john standing there at the yeah. end i was like really just win? <laughs> and then, yeah it was, it was crazy i was super stoked that's that's crazy i can't even like imagine what was it. like going through your mind when you're standing up there with john john like right before they even announced, announced it. it yeah i was john john's one of my he's my favorite surfer it's i've grown up surfing with him and his brothers my whole life being on the north shore and um I look up to him so much in surfing, and uh, it was like, just to be there standing by side by side with him was like huge to me. Mm -hmm. And then when they s announced that he was second, I just started crying. I was like, oh. I couldn't even hold it back. I was like, and so many emotions filled my body, I couldn't control it. <laughs> I bet. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it too because all the servers were just so stoked for you. Like, I mean, everybody, the whole community, like yeah. the whole state, like the whole world, just, like, just so stoked for you. Was yeah. there a moment in your life where, like, I guess, like surfing got difficult and you thought like you wouldn't do it anymore? Never for me thinking I wouldn't want to surf. Uh -huh. um, it's what I always want to do. But when I was young, I went to the mainland to see my aunties and my cousins. And I, the only time I've ever been snowboarding. Oh. Um, super fun day snowboarding, really great. Figured, like, my only time I've ever been, my cousin taught me how to snowboard that day. And then end of the day, I was, picked it up pretty quick. And then last run of the day, I went down through, uh, through the terrain park, like yep. the, where the rails mm -hmm. and the jumps and stuff are. Did a little jump, and then I was going down. I was like, oh, I'll try a rail. On his first day of snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> went on the rail and I was like, it was like not the skinny one, but like like the box, yeah, the yeah. box rail. And I was like on that sliding. I was like, oh, this is kind of easy. And then I was like, I'm gonna try to jump off the end and do a little grab. Uh -huh. And I didn't realize there was like a drop to the landing. Oh. And I jumped and overshot the landing and just belly flopped on like ice. Like oh. it was really hard snow. Uh huh. And I popped part of my lung 
like one percent of my lung. Oh, God. I didn't know. I just thought the wind was knocked out of me, and then went home, went back to their house, went to sleep, woke up in the middle of the night, just like excruciating pain. Went to the hospital. They're like, "Oh, we got to figure out what this is." And then the doctor came in. He's like, "Well, it could be either a couple things." And then the first thing he told me is, "You might have broke your esophagus. You'll never be able to surf again." And I oh, started what? crying. I was like, "I that's what I do. That's what I live for. Uh-huh. I can't not oh, surf." Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's like, well, if you have, if that's the case, because we don't know what's going on, uh-huh. you're not going to be able to go in the water. I was like, oh, wow. And that, wow. So that's that been tough only, to hear. Yeah. And you weren't even only, home. Yeah, yeah. I was in Colorado. You weren't even that, surfing. Yeah. That was the oh, only man. time I've ever thought I might not be able to surf again. How old were you? I was 16, I believe. Mm-hmm. 15 or 16. But it was like a pretty easy recovery or? Yeah. So they, um, once they did all the tests and stuff, he they realized I just popped like a few sections of a VLI, and then mm-hmm. it was just the excruciating pain was there's like the um, the VLI, your air sacs of your lungs popped, mm-hmm. and there was air in between the muscle and the skin, like no, separating so just, and yeah, ripping yeah. the muscle uh-huh. or like ripping mm-hmm. it apart. Yeah, and then it just took about a month, month and a half for it to like for the air to seep out. Uh-huh. But like you could. I could push like an air bubble around in my chest. No and way, like, how weird. Like, it's painful, but yeah. You didn't have to have surgery though. No, oh, it just like good. it naturally uh, worked its way through the skin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow, crazy. That must have been so tough to hear, especially. So you've like, never been snowboarding after that. I haven't been, but I still want to go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I really want to go. I just never made it back. Yeah, I've always gone yeah. We both trips. just came back from snowboarding trips. Yeah, we love nice. snowboarding. So fun. Yeah, uh, it's so but fun. yeah, I'm glad everything worked out and. You're still surfing. And, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy. So after the eddy, so you have this like epic day. And then <laughs> I saw some place that you're like, I just went home, ate some pizza and went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it was, worked. it was a long day of work. And yeah. Running and you had to work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> just back to normal life. Yeah. Yeah. Back to my normal life. <laughs> Trying to, but yeah. now it's not so not so <laughs> yeah like what has it been like since then so it's been like three weeks or something and yeah tell us about like what that's been like yeah there's been a lot of people coming up to the towers oh is luke in there is he in there can <laughs> i get a photo can i get an autograph this and that and i'm not so used to that and yeah huh i was working um at a rock piles the last few days that they had the pipe masters mm-hmm. and uh, going back and forth between towers, I'd go by the crowd, and the whole crowd would just erupt. Like, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just try to put my head down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it, has it changed you at all to like maybe want to compete more? No, I I don't like the the pressure and the nerves of competing take the fun out of surfing, and mm-hmm. that's what I do. That's what I surf for is to have fun and enjoy the ocean. And I'm not the most competitive for person, so. And I don't have no drive to compete mm-hmm. except for doing the eddy. That's yeah, that was a lifelong dream and you did it. Yeah. And then you won. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So it's, it's more of a celebration of his uh, yep. legacy instead mm-hmm. of a contest. Yep. Yeah. So just to be a part of it is really cool. That's yeah. amazing. What was like one moment that, that kind of repeats back in your mind besides like, I'm sure like your winning wave in the second heat and like the moment that you found out you're winning that you won but were there any other moments like during the day that you just kind of think back on like that was really special 
Um, yeah, in the second heat, there was a huge turtle popped up like 10 feet in front of me and just stared at me and then went under and bailed. But there's just the story that Uncle Clyde, I've heard, when he won the eddy, he was sitting out the back and same kind of thing happened. Huge turtle popped up, looked at him, went under and bailed, and then he paddled right to where the turtle was and then he got the winning wave and... Whoa. So, same kind of thing happened, but that's crazy. I forget if I seen the turtle before or after my wave, mm-hmm. my second wave in the second heat. But I was just like, a, it gave me the chills, like a cool spiritual moment. And yeah, it was really that's cool. So that's so cool. Huge. That connection yeah. that you shared with him in that moment. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, what was your reason? For, I want to rewind a little bit. What was your reason for becoming a lifeguard? I know you love the ocean and everything, but like, what pushed you to become a lifeguard and like to help others? And um, I've that's how I've been raised. It's always help other people and mm-hmm. do what you can when you can. Um, but then I had my first son, Haven, and I knew I needed a solid job, something I could provide for him. Mm-hmm. And lifeguarding was an easy choice. I did try go for money first. I tried to become an electrician. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the job that I got put on with the company was in Halava Prison. <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> so I had to go into the prison every day for four months. That's then, a drive too. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was really good money, but I was not happy at all, mm-hmm. and I missed one soil and I quit. <laughs> ah. so then, I guess like okay, sorry. Continue. And then the and the next lifeguard child I went for it and I got in. Nice. It seems like you're very you know like set on like doing things that make you happy so how is that like have you been like this way your whole life or like did something happen to make you kind of realize like yo like i should just be doing things that make me happy and not like chase other things um that's kind of what i've been told my whole life is don't chase money chase Mm -hmm. happiness Mm -hmm. because you growing up on the north shore you see a lot of people come come and go Mm -hmm. and it's expensive to live out there Mm -hmm. yeah and some of the most wealthiest people out there are not the happiest. Mm-hmm. They're struggling at work or they're going to work and doing what they have to do to make money. And then they come back and they don't even get to enjoy the North Shore. And mm-hmm. So I'd rather be happy than rich. Nice. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Uh-huh. Such a simple message, but I feel like more people need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People get caught up in like doing other things and they forget about their Keeping own happiness. Yeah. 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 Trying to prove or show off to other people that it does mm-hmm. they don't really even care mm-hmm. <laughs> especially now with like social media and everything yeah. yeah yeah do you think that lifeguarding is like the thing that you want to do for i mean at least the foreseeable future like you're going to continue doing that yeah so i probably do it till i retire yeah um but we'll see if uh something else comes along that mm-hmm. needs to happen well i can't tell what's going to happen in life but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah as, as far as i can see i'll be lifeguarding as for as long as i can what's the best part about it what do you love the most about it um when you rescue somebody the gratitude they sh- are like they're really grateful and some people are kind of embarrassed <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah like, i can imagine oh i had to get rescued and you get to shore with them and then they try to just like run away from you and like get away 
don't even want to Thank say anything. Yeah, he's like, oh, bye. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, uh, like, there's people that know, like, oh, I was not in a good spot. And then when you get them to shore, they're really grateful. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see the gratitude that they show. Mm-hmm. And Is there, like, it feels a- good to get them back home to their family and they get to go spend another day of life. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and learn a little bit about the holy waters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um is there like a memorable story that you can share or like something that kind of sticks out to you in your career so far um of rescues there was one that i did when i was off duty mm-hmm. i was surfing sunset and it was getting really uh, it's getting late the sun was going down there was a water photographer out there swimming he looked comfortable when i seen him mm-hmm. and he was taking photos he got a pretty good shot of me getting barreled. And then the sun was just about to set, and I seen him start swimming in. I was like, okay, good thing he's going in. Smart. It's, mm-hmm. it's you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then I kept surfing because there's still like the the twilight after. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was a few older guys that con- uh, consistently surf sunset, but with a rising swell, you never know what's going to happen. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just wait for them to catch waves in and then I'll go in after them, make sure that they get in. And it was a good thing I did because the water photographer kid didn't end up making it to shore. He got stuck in the current and swept back outside, outside of Cammy's, which is like the wave to the left. Yeah. And um, he was about 100 yards outside of Cammy's and he said he was screaming for help and waving for help, but when you're in waves that big, you yeah. can't hear or see yeah. much. It's hard to and, see. And it's dark already. Yeah. Yeah. And especially being not on a board. Mm-hmm. If you're just on the surface of the water, you're mm-hmm. like to see you, someone has to really be looking for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a uh, hundred yards. That's really far out. Well, he was a hundred yards outside the, the wave. Left wave. Yeah. The <laughs> wave is already 200, 300 that's yards crazy. out. So yeah. he was way outside. So you, you were kind of like paddling back in and you saw, or you heard? No. So I was, at the wave, or like, I was going over a wave at sunset, and Cammy's is over here, mm-hmm. and I was like waiting for this guy to go in, and I just so happened to look over towards Cammy's, and I seen uh, his hand, but I thought it was a shark, oh, like dang. rip. Yeah, I thought uh, it was like, a shark rip yeah. on the wave because we had quite a few sharks in the area recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, there's a shark over there, and then I kept looking, and then I seen two hands waving. <gasps> And I couldn't hear anything, but uh-huh. I started getting close to him. I was like, oh, shit, I got to. There was another friend of mine out there with a bigger board. I was like, okay, just make sure, just wait for me right here. and mm-hmm. I'm going to go get this guy. And he came over with me, went over, got the kid, and put him on my board. And he had fins on because he was a water mm-hmm. photographer. So I took his fins and put him on my board and then swam with him out of the current, like kind of outside, back over to sunset, and mm-hmm. then kind of showed him just how to get in. Yeah. And, got him to shore and by the time we got to shore it was pitch black it was wow. completely dark that's crazy Whoa. but um yeah that was uh he, he was def- really grateful he he, he threw his, cam- his life he, that day yeah he threw sure. his camera in the water he thought he was gonna die he threw like a oh, five thousand really? dollar camera yeah, he just like, left it yeah just, it. <laughs> like yeah it was uh his word for his life yeah. dang oh, man he will never forget that guarantee <laughs> he will never forget your face and just like your thought process of just like, oh, you know, there's some other guys out here. I'll, I'll just kind of hang back and wait for them to get into. Like that's yeah. such like an intuition or like mm-hmm. just like built into you, you know? Yeah, there's, yeah. I'm... Whether you're I'm having fun or... I'm or fairly comfortable in the water unless like 
knock on wood, something can always happen. You never mm-hmm. know what can happen, but I am comfortable and confident in my skills mm-hmm. to be able to do what I do. And um, uh, lifeguarding, we like to do preventative actions. We try to stop stuff from happening. Try to stop the rescue t- mm-hmm. before it happens or mm-hmm. stop or get someone before we have to do CPR on them because mm-hmm. that's like the worst thing we don't want to do. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, if you see something, watch out, pay attention to it or stop it before it happens. And lucky I was in the right place at the right time that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he is really thankful to this day that you're in the right place at the right time. Man, is there anything, like, I'm sure you see so many of these, like, especially on the North Shore where people, like, tourists, they don't really understand, like, the power of the waves. And, like, you must see that every day. <laughs> common sense is not so common anymore. What, what, what's something you would tell, like, someone just visiting for the, or even just, like, not sure about the water? Mm-hmm. If you're not sure about the water, stay away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> common sense. Or go, go to somewhere that's dead flat. Go to Colina. <laughs> yeah, Colina. Go to the lagoons at Colina. Yeah. Go to the man-made lagoons. Uh, go to Monuments Beach in Haleiwa. Uh-huh. Flat. flat water, yeah. beautiful water, and it's a very gradual slope. You can walk and stay where you can touch, and mm-hmm. the current's not going to take you away. Mm-hmm. But people think that the ocean, oh, it's water, it's soft, it's nice, and mm-hmm. it's rainbows and sunshine, and it's so beautiful, and nothing's getting bad's going to happen here. And they jump in and. All of a sudden, they're worried for their lives, and happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. Do like we think... always see like the stories on like Instagram and yeah. stuff like that. You know, and I it's know, just like, like common sense. Like you're about to surf North Shore in the winter, and you don't even know how to surf. <laughs> With you're a storm. a foam board. Like... <laughs> you can thank Jamie O'Brien for that. <laughs> he makes it look yeah, too easy. Too easy. Yeah. What he does is extremely, extremely hard, and there's a reason he's the only one doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because you have the same board as him doesn't mean you surf as good as him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's doing this his whole life too. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of waves like like where John John consistently surfs or Mason consistently consistently surfs. People will go out and buy their model board or their fins or their grip pad or leash or whatever. And this is kind not of something, <laughs> something we say in the tower. I don't know if it's what they're thinking or not but like oh i got his gear i can surf like him mm-hmm. i can surf where he surfs it's not the case yeah. no that's not the <laughs> it's case like this, it's not the board it's not the car it's like the driver the rider you know it's exactly, like it's a yeah. surfer like my yeah. husband's like really into dirt bikes and but he'll like find these bikes that are like brand new all brand new gear all like super yeah. expensive <laughs> stuff and they're just like went out once and they're like oh we can't do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um what's I guess, like, you know, just going through life so far and your career and all that, like, what's, what's advice you would give to someone that, like, trying to figure out their next steps in life and, like, want to move on either in their career or their life or surfing or, you know, anything? Um, do what makes you happy mm-hmm. and chase happiness, not money, because you'll be a lot more successful in your own mind and to yourself Mm -hmm. if you do what you love to do. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it'll open really cool doors and you never know where life can take you. Yeah, and you're a testament of that because Mm -hmm. you're just like, I have this dream, I want to surf this, and you did it. Yeah. You more than did it. You want it. Yeah, yeah, and to be able to honor 
had. Have you taught your boys how to surf yet? Yep. They've both uh, been in the water since nine days old. My four-year-old, he he's loves surfing with me on the board. He Sometimes if it's the right size, he likes to go on his own board, but he he likes to go in a little bit bigger waves with me on the board. He has fun doing that. And then my one-year-old, he's still getting a little used to the water. <laughs> he he has to warm up to it at first because when you first put him in, it's cold, and he starts <laughs> freaking out crying. And then if you have him in there for about 30 seconds to a minute, then you can't get him out. He yeah, there's going to get to a point where he, yeah. you will, you'll have a hard time getting him out of the water. <laughs> well, it already is. It's yeah. just the getting him in at uh-huh. first. He's like, oh, it's cold. You're not I relate talking, to he's that. just screaming. I crying. relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like he's screaming, crying because it's cold. And then you know, just leave him there for a few seconds. And then then he forgets that it's cold. And then he's just playing and mm-hmm. loving the water. and. And then when you try to take him out, then he's screaming, crying, clawing at you, trying to get back to the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how babies are. It's so cute. I love that. you. They've been on the board since they were nine days old. Yeah. It's so cute. What's next? After all of this, you know, like, what, what's what's next? Um, Just keep doing what I do, and hopefully I get some opportunities to chase waves around the world and go surf perfect waves around the world. Not so much looking to do contests anywhere, but... Mm-hmm. Just surf perfect waves around what's the your, world. Is, what's your dream spot to go surfing um, or trip? I've been to a lot of places. The only, um, one place I haven't been to yet is Africa. It'd Ooh. be really oh, cool, cool to go to Africa. Yeah. Um, I don't like cold water, but... <laughs> hey, after 30 seconds, you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best in wetsuits and stuff, but uh-huh. wetsuit, the tech, wetsuit technology is getting a lot better. And... Mm. Um, on the west coast, I believe it is. That's mm-hmm. a wave called Skeleton Bay. Perfect really left. Scary. It's not really a huge wave, but it's like a, a perfect, perfect left every time. It's like a two-minute long wave. That's just a perfect barrel, all the way. And yeah, the clips from there are crazy. And then there's also waves down in like South Africa and stuff. A wave called Dungeons. It looks similar to a wave that we have here, an outer reef we have here, but a lot colder. Uh huh. And South Africa, yeah, I've, close to the glaciers. And, there, and there's uh, great whites there. Oh, <laughs> oh that's shoot. another obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's there's a lot of bucket places, bucket list places that I would like to get to and surf one time or a few times. And Where's your, uh, has your favorite place? Uh, my favorite places are Tahiti and Fiji. Mm. I've been there a few times each, and I love them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just like here, really good food, really good mm-hmm. people, and the waves are amazing. and. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to go there. What's that one um, break? I keep seeing this on Instagram. It's like a 100-foot wave. That's in Portugal. It's called Nazare. Yeah. That wave, it would be cool to surf one time. But does that that do I you see that and you're like I wanna I wanna surf that like I don't necessarily want to surf it as big as it gets. It just everybody that I've heard talk about it just says it's a death trap. <laughs> I mean. it's like um it's a giant beach break and beach breaks are are not uh predictable mm. oh they're kind of just there's sand and then wherever the energy kind of focuses to that's where the waves stand up and break mm-hmm. 
And it's just that on a scale times 100. <laughs> so freaking crazy. And, uh, yeah, because like those videos, it looks like it's breaking right onto the shore or something like right where the people are watching. Like, So there's a huge cliff right there and it breaks and it pushes into the cliff. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there's a big beach that it pushes into as well. But um, when you get on the inside, like at a normal beach break, you stand up in the sand and then the waves are hitting you in the waist and you're just right there. You're all good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When you're on the inside there, it's 10, 20 foot waves like hitting you, slamming <laughs> you nonstop, like from oh all my. different angles. And there's, yeah, that's crazy. You just got to handle it and make it back to shore. Hopefully a jet ski comes and grabs you and takes you back out. <laughs> yeah. Special kind of person who wants to get into that. <laughs> Wait. It, it would definitely be cool to surf at one time to do it. But yeah, I've heard a lot of terrifying stories of people like worst pounding to my life as it's a death trap. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's don't do keeps it. You under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine, but don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Have you um have you had any like cool opportunities after um after your win that you never thought maybe that you would be um, able to do? Yeah, I was on a Kia commercial and I just saw that. I never thought I would ever be on a commercial. Um <laughs> But yeah, they gave me a car for a year, which is really cool. I needed a family car, and ours that we had before is breaking down. And <laughs> it's a nice timing. one. Perfect yeah, timing, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, and um, yeah, there's cool opportunities in the works that are happening, and That's yeah, we'll exciting. see how see how it happens and what goes on. And are you planning any trips? I saw that you got a lot of Hawaiian miles. <laughs> yes, um, I am going to the mainland to visit family, and there's like a. Uh, lifeguard usla convention kind of thing at the end of april so i'll be there for that nice and then, um, you're gonna use your hawaiian miles to work <laughs> no actually the lifeguard association is paying for that oh okay that's nice <laughs> when i when i do get more time off I'll probably be going to tahiti or tahiti Fiji. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hawaiian airlines flies there yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah fly they there. Do. and you gotta spend a week there <laughs> yeah there or japan Oh yeah, nice. Japan for snowboarding. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard it's the best snow in the world. He just came back. It is. Yeah, yeah. everyone says it's. Yeah. Jim like, O'Brien just did a video there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone says it's like no other. It's crazy. It was like nonstop dumping every single day. Yeah, and like the powder and everything. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. You yeah, definitely so, need to make it out there. So every time it snows in Japan, we get a good swell here. Oh, so we, it worked oh, out. Really? Yeah, because there's a the storm forms up over Asia and then it moves over Japan, gives Japan snow. Then the storm keeps moving over the ocean, and then the more snow Japan gets, the bigger the waves get. Here. Oh, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. And just because the just, bigger, the bigger, the, storm the, bigger is, the storm, yeah. the bigger the storm, it makes more snow, I think, mm-hmm. and then it yep. goes on the ocean and creates more disturbance on the ocean and, and makes then, bigger waves. Oh. So that's you nice. Get the so best, it needs yeah. to be like in two places at once. Like <laughs> yeah. you go snowboarding first, like jet back. And then, yeah, go like, snowboard for a couple of days and then mm-hmm. come back at the swells. Yeah. yeah, it takes about three days for the storm to get from there to here. So oh yeah, you can time that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that'll be sick. Um, yeah. No, thank you for being on here and mm-hmm. sharing your story. Thank you so yeah, much you and congratulations. Me. I mean. Everybody, we like posted that we were having you on and was like stoked. Like nice. yes, <laughs> it's it's such. I don't know. It's such an amazing story because, like, yeah, you had this dream of competing in it and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it was just like another day of work for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you got like really good waves, and yeah. And even still, um, you're just like, I'm gonna keep lifeguarding. We can do it on my days off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can come record on your days off. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, we're just so stoked for you. Everybody's stoked for you. Thank you, thank you. So congratulations, and oh, can't yeah, wait we're to excited see to see what what comes you do next. next. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, exciting things happen. <laughs> All right, thank you. Cheers. 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 Congratulations thank you guys. again. Boom. Boom. Yep. He has an Instagram activated, so it's casual Luke. Casual, casual Luke. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with Luke and keep following us here, Uncut. Catch him in the towers, un- maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, in the, not yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to meet him in the ocean. <laughs> no. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.
Hey guys, we're here with Luke, winner of the Eddie, and we are going to do some rapid fire questions. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first one, what is the craziest thing you've ever eaten? The craziest thing I've eaten? Uh, maybe cow tongue, but it's oh, really good. Oh, that is oh, crazy. Yeah, cow tongue is really good. I've never <laughs> had that before. You never had beef like, tongue? No. How you don't like you beef eat, tongue? How do you eat it? Like, just like thinly sliced, you grill it and... It's like oh. a steak. Yeah, I oh, love beef tongue. No. Go to El Ranchero in Wahiwa and yep. get a lango burrito. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, <laughs> yep. we'll do. Um, favorite place you've been? Favorite place I've been is, other than here, Tahiti or Fiji. Mm. What's your go-to karaoke song? I don't have one. <laughs> I'm not a singer. <laughs> if you were forced to sing something. What's your favorite song then? Or like yeah. a song that you like to listen to? Uh, favorite song? I don't know. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I don't really have a favorite, but yeah, whatever comes on and I'm feeling. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you while surfing? Craziest thing? Um, very close shark encounters. Ooh, how close? Like Probably you like for me touch. to you. Oh, or my. Maybe for me to the computer. Oh, oh my gosh. What'd you do? I <laughs> <laughs> hope the thing didn't eat me and then catch the next wave I saw straight onto the reef. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Get out of the water. Yeah. You don't make like a bear and like be big? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're supposed to, yeah, like face off with them and kind of chase at them and then uh -huh. they get skittish. Really? But on a surfboard, it's a little scary because you can't oh. see where yeah, they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, to teleport. Ooh, yep. <laughs> yeah. You can go anywhere to surf. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What is your go-to drink? Probably big, big wave. waves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. That's what I would buy if I were to buy beer. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, anything else? Um, oh, the best advice you've ever gotten. Um... Best advice I've ever gotten. Um, chase your happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the worst advice? Uh, <laughs> Cancer. <Yeah. laughs> um, to do some dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> All right. Thank you again and congratulations. Thank you guys Yeah, for congratulations. Me. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect.